0: Have you ever sat in your own home knowing no one is around and feel the presence near you? Like as if someone is staring at you, but when you turn a look, no one is there. Hello, I'm Sedrina and this is Project Podcast. In today's podcast, I'd like to introduce a new segment called Unnerf the Unexplained Dun 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 with our guest, my very own sister, Akila. <laughs> <laughs> it's still a working title i literally came up with the name like yesterday
1: it's a good title so
0: Happy. thank you so on unearth and explain, we'll be sharing ghost stories and sometimes even the unexplainable tales on the internet i'll start off with my very own story back from my childhood a story you may know akila oh is it that old house we shall see (laughs) okay okay so back when i was a wee little gal my parents bought a home as you know in singapore we don't really have houses but hdb flats and they're more like apartments so it's a tall building where we have neighbors on every floor so yeah, when they were viewing the flat, everything was all good and dandy. But there was a closet in the kitchen. And in that closet was like a shrine. You know those Chinese shrines? It's like all red with candles. Kind of spooky. You can- oh, yes. You know I know what I'm talking those about? Ones. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. It's very spooky. And I don't know for some reason. They decided to buy the flat. I don't know why. I think it's because they wanted to be close to my mom's mom. So my grandma. And I think it was cheap. Maybe it's like affordable. Yeah, I think it was affordable. But affordable for a reason. Like there's some catch to it. So we started living in that flat. And a lot of stuff happened that I wouldn't say was good. And... um. Eventually, spoiler alert, my parents got divorced. Surprise! Yeah, so my parents did get a divorce. And they had to sell the flat. Now, our dad had to go back to the house um, before they sold it. Uh, I think he just needed to clear it out or pick something up. Maybe say his final goodbyes. I don't know. But when he got to the front door of that house... The moment he opened the door, he saw something ran by in front of him into the kitchen. Oh my god, I've never heard this before. So our kitchen is closed out. It's not the modern day open concept type of kitchen where the entire kitchen's in your living room. But like its own separate room where there is an entryway to it. And um we had these like beaded curtains so yeah when he saw that thing it just went like like you could hear the beads moving damn yeah is it like could it be the wind or no it was like the beads were slammed through the wall like someone actually ran through it And that flat, he didn't mention that whenever he's working on his computer, he could feel someone staring at him from outside the room, but no one's there because um, his computer is placed right in front of the door. I don't know if that's like bad feng shui. It's
1: bad feng shui when like all of the energy is like coming from the door.
0: Like they say that if you. I don't know. I know that it's bad to put your bit in front of a door because it's too much energy. Feng Shui is like a superstitious thing from the Chinese people where they believe in the placement of certain objects in a space can create good or bad flow of energy, which ultimately means like good luck or bad luck. You know what? Um, I have a friend
1: tell me before that usually when you feel like someone staring at you, there actually is a spirit there that's looking at you. So it's best if you just ignore it because they just want to catch your attention. (sighs) (laughs) Yeah, and ever since I heard that, I just got more paranoid. (laughs) Like, I can't
0: ignore. I can't ignore it. You're just imagining someone is there when no one is actually there.
1: Yeah, like there could be some, there could be something that I can't see with my very own eyes, but it's
0: there, you know. All right so they did sell the place and our dad moved in with his mom, our grandma, and that's when more strange things happened. So our grandma's house had the same energy as what my dad felt from the old flat. I don't know if you felt it when you were young. You were like a baby. I you're I like a baby.
1: I a lot of stories about how I reacted in that house, like the way I behaved in that house was very
0: abnormal. The next to our building There's a playground that we used to go to when we were little. Um, And my grandma lived on the third floor. And Akila, she was only a baby or a toddler. And she would cry uncontrollably while looking at the window of our grandma's house. Like, the reason she was crying was that home, that house. I remember, like,
1: uh, last time, when I was still... Like, I heard from my mom that when I was a baby, around maghrib which is about 7 p.m to 8 p.m usually uh, in islam it's like the timing where all of the jinns are being released you know and usually around that timing i would look into the kitchen and i would immediately
0: cry like as if there's
1: something that i'm seeing that no one else can see
0: so Maghreb is when the sun sets and jinns are like evil spirits for our non-Malay speaking, non-Muslim listeners out there. And that's another thing. The kitchen too, it feels so weird. The energy coming from it. Our grandma would go to the market every morning and she would wake up at 5 a.m. to go to the market so she can come back in time before I wake up. And sometimes I would wake up early enough before she gets back and I would feel like someone is outside in the living room watching TV or someone's in the kitchen. And when I open the door to find her, no one's there. The TV's turned off and I'm like, oh, maybe she's in the kitchen because I said something in the kitchen. I go to the kitchen. Nobody's there. Which is a strange Um, feeling. Yeah. And then she would come home. I don't know. her, Her timing is always so perfect. She would come home like, In five minutes. (laughs) Every time (laughs) I wake up. (laughs) So, yeah. And another thing that happened to me was that when I was sitting in that computer desk that was in front of the door. (laughs) Why did he do that? (laughs) He
1: doesn't know about feng shui, man.
0: Yeah, I always liked to play computer games when I was younger. And we had this little Yoda figurine that was sitting... On top of the the desk. Oh, yes. I remember that one. Uh-huh. And I would always get freaked out by it. Because that Yoda figurine would always look at me. And I always get <gasps> spooked out by it. So I also was spooked out by that. Yeah? You know? <laughs> yeah, it wasn't just you. I also felt
1: something wrong with that figurine.
0: So I would I would actually turn it away so that it doesn't look at me. And then every time when I'm done playing my game, I look up and it's looking at me again. (laughs) Ew, oh my God, what the hell? So I told, I told her that, that that yoga, that Yoda, yoga, yoga, (laughs) sorry, Yoda was looking at me and he always turned. So he tried to scare me and stuff. And I'm just like, little kid like telling him to stop i'm telling the truth but obviously he doesn't believe me why does he do that i don't know, know why, why does he, does he, do he he does the bad feng shui thing too i don't know why <laughs> the bad feng shui that's just the bfsv <laughs> he's just bad bad juju our dad's just bad juju <laughs> <laughs> he attracts the worst energy <laughs> um so, I wanted to test it out. I wanted to prove it to him that this thing has been turning and looking at me. So, one day, I decided that I'm going to turn the Yoda 180 degrees. So, its back was facing me. And guess what happened after that? It turned around. Yes, oh. it looked at me again. It turned around. And oh. I was I don't know how. I always thought like maybe I was just, maybe I was just like too young and I was just um, imagining imagining things. things, And there was maybe a vibration from the computer desktop. But
1: there's no way. (laughs) It turned the whole 180 (laughs) degrees around. I don't
0: know. I don't know. It was weird.
1: Too much
0: of a coincidence. I know. But there's more than just the strange energy in that flat. So remember when I said that we lived on the third floor? Now the flat directly below us on the second floor, the previous owners of that home, I think, one of them got arrested. Was it? There was a murder that Yeah,
1: house. like this the 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 guy's dad got murdered or something.
0: Yeah, so somebody got murdered in the house below us. <laughs> Yay, really happy news to hear.
1: <laughs> there were a lot of suicides in that same flat as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember and- stories of um, you know people seeing dark shadowy figures jump up from the window and down.
0: Yeah, I remember that news reporters came to the building and interviewed a bunch of people. But also, our dad was interviewed and he won't ever stop talking about it. (laughs) Do you remember that? He got interviewed and he said, I'm on TV, I'm talking about the house below my house. (laughs) He is... (laughs) He is something else. I know. So, after that, our... Um, our grandma's sister, like her younger sister, moved in with her kids just so that she could be close to family because we have other families living in the area and she wanted to be close to them. So she moved in with her newlywed kids. (sighs) Uh. I don't know why she did that. (laughs) I think that's like the worst move ever, to move into a house that just got like someone murdered in it because uh uh, it's just like something something it's just bad stuff bad energy between them and um we had a cousin that likes to visit too and she he he used to stay with them like just to sleep over and he would tell me that he would see big shadows at night and he would be terrified i remember going there once because you were there all the time huh yeah you were there all the time so i i would always go there too because you're there and um uh-huh. i would fall asleep and i'll be so scared like in the middle of the night i will wake up i will run back home to the third floor oh <laughs> my god because i was so scared
1: well i'm glad i never You were young.
0: remember anything <laughs> <laughs> yeah so Eventually, we did move out to a new place and none of it, none of those, you know, hauntings or weird things happened in the new house. But then our grandma sold the house. And then that's the strange part because all of us who had once lived in that house had a dream about the house.
1: What? Once she sold
0: it? Yeah, once she sold it. That's i had weird yeah i had a few dreams of the house uh one was like a uh we were lost in the house it was strange because it it felt like su- there was like somebody in the house like an intruder and we were all trying to get out but we we're lost in the house at the same time <laughs> oh that sounds so scary I know our cousin had a dream about the house. I don't know what her dream was about, though. I don't know what our dad dreamed about. He did tell me. He said I had, he came up to me personally and he's like, hey, I had this really strange dream about the house. And I'm like, me too. (laughs) So yeah, I don't know. That house, I feel like us having the dreams about the house after the house was sold was like a little goodbye from the house. so that's all we have for today thank you thank you Akila, for joining me and listening to my childhood um, ghost story that you were involved in
1: i was mildly involved in i was just there i don't remember anything <laughs>
0: Thank you for joining us on our new spooky segment, Unearth The Unexplained, on Project Podcast. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share our podcast. And also follow us on our Instagram at thepodcast.project. Stay tuned for our next episode. Bye! Bye Bye-bye!